The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Yes, sir. We are here. We are back with another episode of the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast. You know me. You know the voice. It's your guy, really real, villain real. Terrell from Junior here in the building for you. And when I'm not sweating out WNBA bets, we are here giving you this content fantasy football and we have a great dfs episode you know it's me so you know i got my guy with me scott studio right scott what's going on nothing much looking forward to going through week two of the preseason i saw tonight if you if you ever think that you are a dgen better and you want the action i do want to remind people that somebody put out a hundred thousand dollars on the under in tonight's preseason game between the bears and the seahawks Yep. So there's always that guy. So as DGen as you think you are, there's somebody who's going to top you somewhere. $100,000 on a preseason game. That's something, isn't it? That's like, it is the boldness of to take the under of the first preseason game after a stretch, like a crazy stretch run of overs in that first week. I like, like the under tonight. I like the under tonight in general. I did but too, still. but it was like the boldness. I wasn't bold enough to put $100,000 on it. I wish I had $100,000. <laughs> if I had $100,000, I wouldn't put it on one bet. Absolutely not. So, yeah, absolutely insane. But, you know, we may not be doing all of that, but we're pretty DJing getting into this preseason DFS. This is this is where men are made and some man or woman out there is going to get lucky enough and win $25,000. Yeah, pretty much. All right, before we get into, because we're going to get right into the action. We're not going to waste no time, but before we do that, yeah, talk to you about win bet, and now is the perfect time for all new customers to bet their hundred dollar get a hundred dollar free bet promotion. And if you're betting baseball, they give you reduced juice. I just got the notification earlier today that told me it was reduced juice hour, and I got a couple cents off on the Atlanta Braves. And guess what? Faded my guy Degrom today, and Atlanta Braves went and got it done. It just—I don't know—the Braves just have the Mets number sometimes. But I got the better price because they gave me a few extra cents through that reduced juice. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, and you can get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Win also just released their first QB with five touchdown props. How DGen can it get? Betting who's going to get the first five touchdowns in the NFL season. Oh, man. Scott, I haven't thought about this, but why not? Who who plays week two Thursday? Thursday of week two in NFL. We got to I got to look that up real quick while I'm thinking about it. Thursday, week two of NFL. That is the Chargers and the Chiefs. There we go. If if they don't get it in week one, then one of those two quarterbacks is going to be the first to five. You got to think, don't you? You can make an argument that you get two shots at it if you take either Mahomes or Herbert because they got first dibs week two, but they're also still obviously playing week one. Hmm. 
I might, I might have to, I might have to put something on Herbert there. You know, he got the the Raiders up first. Oh well, but no, but then you got that. Oh no, yeah, Mahomes and Mahomes and Justin Herbert next bets for the first QBs to get five touchdowns. So let's choose from. All you have to do is head over sportsgamblingpodcast dot com slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bet today. Off subject, change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where play through a winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. What's the you by Odds Trader? Odds Trader, the best place to compare odds. Look, you can go see all the odds from all the major sports books. You can get different pro- sign-up codes and promotions and figure out what's the best thing for you. Plus, they have a lot of things for you when you start betting as well. You have... Key game statistics, player statistics, injury reports, projected game day weather, even a bet tracker so you can track your bets and your units and see how well you're doing. OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire gives you everything you need. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. That's OddsTrader.com. Ooh, excuse me. OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. All right, Scott. We have... Preseason DFS. Oh, no, I'm trying to pull up my lineup. And unlike the first show that we did, this isn't a single game. We got three games to pick from, so we're going to be doing a regular DFS lineup. Quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, and a defense for the first three preseason games on Friday. I mean, I don't know what else to hit on that we didn't hit on last time other than it's really important to just try to start digging into beat writers, digging into Reddit's, digging in whatever you can. Just try to figure out what's going to give you an edge, what somebody's thinking, also what coaches thinking, injury reports as well. Yeah, absolutely. Injury reports, anything that can give you an edge. So, Scott, I'll give you the floor first. Quarterback, what are you doing? So one thing you got to keep in mind and a reason why DFS in week two of preseason might be tricky is because I'm not sure how much of the week one production you can actually expect to carry over because a lot of starters didn't play in week one and now some of them might be playing in week two. So there were a couple of quarterbacks that I was tempted by. I thought maybe about Zappi, but decided not to because I'm not sure officially if Mac Jones is going to play at all or not but he was tempting. I'm going to go with a guy who I know worst case scenario is going to get a bunch of reps. It's a guy who was a pretty much a mixed bag in week one of preseason, but I know for a fact, Aaron Rodgers is not going to play at all in preseason. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with Jordan love. Ooh. And I think Jordan love, even though he had a couple interceptions in the first preseason game, he did still have two touchdowns and he's mobile. And I do think if you want to look at matchups, The Packers still did well offensively against San Francisco's defense. And as a result, I do think that Love, if he can just, I'd say, cut down on the turnovers to some degree, he gives you a bit of rushing upside. And he also had two touchdowns last week. And the receivers that he has are actually not that bad. So I went with Love because I do think when it comes down to it, if you're not sure who's going to get a bunch of snaps, I tend to gravitate more towards Sure thing, sure things in terms of volume. When Rodgers states publicly before the preseason starts, I think it's stupid. I don't think Rodgers <laughs> is going to play. So I'll take Jordan Love because he'll play, what, a half? Yeah, yeah a half or, yeah, pretty much. I I'm assuming Ed Ling is going to get the half. second half. So yeah. I'll go with Love because I know he should get a lot more volume than a lot of other quarterbacks out there. 
All right. I like that. I like that pick a lot. Uh, I struggled with the quarterback position because I was going back and forth. Part of me wanted to, you know, trot out Andy Dalton out there a little bit or like Ian Book, one of those two Saints quarterbacks. But then it just kept coming back and dawning on me. And it just kept hitting and hitting and hitting. The Panthers and the Patriots have been fighting literally all week. Yeah, Every single day is another report of a camp fight between those two. Those two are ready to go in there and do some battle. They're ready to go in there and get after it. And I like these Panthers backups a little bit better than I like the Patriots. So I said, all right, let me do this Panthers stack with this lineup. So P.J. Walker is my quarterback. I'm not you know, we get the news that it looks like Sam Darnold's going to be starting week one. I think that they're not going to – not Sam Darnold, but you mean Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah Baker Mayfield is going to be starting week one. I think they already know what they have in Darnold. They're not really concerned. They're not going to cut Darnold or anything else. But P.J. Walker is a guy that's been in this, in this locker room before for years. He's always come and shown up. And he's starting to become a little bit of one of those preseason quarterbacks that we get used to seeing around here. So – I like P.J. Walker. He has the rushing upside for me as well. And I'll talk about it with his connection with one of the wide receivers a little bit later. But I like P.J. Walker in this matchup. I'm going to go ahead and take him as my QB. Uh, we know that he's also mobile, which is going to be important. And if you look at how I, – I do want to ask, how much stock do you buy into backup quarterback performances in a previous preseason game – or do you think that it's just a one-off and you don't really know what to expect, but as long as he has reps, you're interested? I, I liked it because he got reps. I didn't really – he had a pretty okay – he was 10 for 19 the first game around, didn't get a touchdown or anything. It was a lot but, better than Corral. Corral went yeah. one for nine. Yeah, so he, he looked really good. That's my my hope that they say, okay, we saw enough of you. We, we need to see more Matt. But I think both – I don't think that they carry four QBs on this roster going in. And so – I think P.J. Walker is trying, if not playing for his spot, playing for one, a practice squad spot, or two, a look from another team that says, hey, they're probably going to cut you. We're going to bring you in. Because I just can't imagine this Panthers team carrying four quarterbacks in their roster. And so I'm thinking, well, Corral's staying. He's not leaving. So it's P.J. that's going to get the the flip and hey he might go out there try to ball out and when he gets cut somebody says hey we want to bring you in yeah it seems like worst case scenario he could still be auditioning for other teams if carolina decides to move on uh depends how corral looks in actual practice from what i've heard he's looked pretty good but then he went one for nine in the first preseason game so we'll see how that goes moving forward but I do think it's kind of an interesting discussion that we kind of walked ourselves into because I went with a starting quarterback for a preseason game and you went for a backup who might still get a bunch of reps in the second mm -hmm. half. So there's really multiple approaches to the quarterback position or even really any position if you want to try to stick it out with the first stringers for, for the sake of preseason or if you want to try to go for either garbage time or trying to exploit one of the most talented players against second string. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of approaches. I just think it's worth talking about. No, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's move on to the running back position. I'll go ahead and give out my first running back. And I'm going to Houston, but I'm not taking the Houston back that everybody thinks that, you know, it's like, I'm taking Royce Freeman because Royce Freeman is a back that we've seen good things from before from his time up in 
Denver. But now, I mean, one, let's just talk about his production in that last game. He was 12 for 25 on the ground, but got three for four. Yeah, three for four receiving 19 yards. I like the usage that he had. And in this upcoming preseason game, if you're getting usage at the running back position, I just need anybody that I think has a spitting chance of getting into the end zone. I think Royce Freeman could be on that on that receiving end. He's a, he's a nice, good back that has the ability to break away if needed. And I think that he can get the goal line touches if, the, if he's on the field during any type of goal line drive or anything like that. I like Pierce, but I think Pierce, they realize, hey, Pierce look really good. We're good. We don't need to see too, too much more. And Royce Freeman, you know, looking at everybody that's in this locker room for this running back position, he's still fighting for a spot on the team, too. So I think this lineup is a lot of people for me, uh, people who are fighting for spots in week two that are trying to go ahead and get that momentum going into week three and try to secure their spot. So give me Royce Freeman for my running back. First so back. I actually went with the running back that everyone thought that you were referring to, I took Pierce. <laughs> okay. I just think he's been the best running back in camp. And according to head coach Lovey Smith, they said that the running back position would be determined by preseason and through practice. And as a result, I do have to at least point out the fact that as of right now, Pierce is running away with it. And yeah. he didn't really have that many reps in the first game. I thought he looked really good in the small amount of reps that he had. You're talking about touchdown upside with Freeman. I get that. I also like the fact that he caught some passes. But I do think Pierce will get more of a run in the second preseason game because of how little they really used him in the grand scheme of things in the first game. Mm -hmm. And I think he can get to the end zone. So I'm going to go with Pierce with a touchdown upside. I was kind of trying to find other alternatives for running backs. I didn't see many options. I do think my second running back is a really good sleeper option. But I went with Pierce because I think that he's looked like the clear best running back with the Texans right now. Yeah. And I think Lovey Smith kind of stretches him out a little bit. All right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Well, go ahead. Go into your second running back. So I'm going to go back to Green Bay. I got a decent amount of Green Bay players on mm -hmm. my team. And I'm going to go with stat. good. Yeah, I'm going to go with Goodson. I thought that he did really well in the first preseason game. And we talked about how Green Bay, in addition to potentially not using Rodgers, I'm not sure if Aaron Jones is going to suit up. They just paid him a bunch of money. But you're looking at Tyler Goodson in the first preseason game, 12 carries for 37 yards, and he also had two receptions for 24 yards. I thought he looked very solid. And if it's kind of similar to your reason for taking Royce Freeman. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of volume there. And I watched him a decent amount in college when he was at Iowa. And I saw him being a pretty solid multi-purpose back. And he's a good pass catcher. He can run a little bit inside the tackles. He got, he's got some speed. And the Packers offense scored 20-plus points in the first preseason game. So I actually like how the offense looked. And I think Goodson could be in line for a good game. Worst-case scenario, maybe a touchdown situation. But I thought he looked good. And I think that he's going to be a sleeper in Week 2. All right. Yeah, I like that. I went with to the Patriots and might be a little bit chalky, but I went with Ramajay Stevenson because if you think about what's happened this week, you have the news that James White is retiring. Yeah. And then you have it also come out that they are trying to move Ramajay Stevenson into this James White role. Bill Belichick is playing his starters this game. And so 
what's a better way to see, hey, can Ramaje really handle this role? Can he really take over that passing down work and go to work like that? And everybody, well, not everybody, but it's a large portion of the fantasy community thinks that Ramaje Stevenson is going to be really, really big this year. I've even seen somebody that went out there and said he's going to be a top 12 running back. Now, that was a bold call deciding that a Patriots running back was going to be a top 12 running back. But they're saying that, you know, they're expecting really, really big things from him. So I'm going to just go ahead and play the angle that, hey, they get him out there, they get him some passing down work and just see like, hey, can he really take over this James White role? Let's go ahead and put it in game film and and get something to work off of. So I'm going with Ramondre Stevenson here. Yeah, I do find it kind of fascinating that he's supposed to take over the James White role, except through body type, he reminds me nothing at all of James White. So I'm kind of curious if that's supposed to go. But Stevenson's a good (laughs) player. So so if you want to make the argument that, you know, we want him to be on the field as much as possible, and now we got an opening where we need a guy like Stevenson to fill the void, then I guess it makes sense. But worst case scenario, you're looking at a potential PPR monster because that's what James White was. Yep. So that's really what I'm hoping for here. Mm. All right, I'll go into kick us off with the wide receivers, and I'll go ahead and start with one of the wide receivers that, hey, maybe you have them in your lineup too. You got a Packers lineup going on, and I got uh, Romeo Dubs. I got the same. I got the same as my wide receiver. I he he's been the best wide receiver in camp for the Packers, and you know, a little pat on the back for us calling him out when we were doing the uh, the dynasty startup drafts earlier we were talking about rookies earlier we said hey don't don't sleep on this guy like he was good at nevada yeah he was very good in nevada and so he's showing that and it's translating very well and if they're playing the starters a little bit like we said we doubt rogers get in there but jordan love he's gonna need somebody that he knows has a big catch radius and can go up and get the ball i like dubs he had a really good week in week one i think i expect it to go happen again i think it's also important to mention that aaron Rodgers was pretty critical of the younger wide receivers in practice, talking about running the wrong routes, et cetera. But that the point that all that tells me is that all of the practice. rookies that were taken early. So for example, Watson, mm-hmm. I feel like you can make an argument that even though Watson was a second round pick, which is why a lot of people were targeting him and Dobbs went a lot later. I do think the fact that he called everyone out suggests that the young receivers are very, very close to each other in terms of Aaron Rodgers trust Mm-hmm. And Dobbs had a touchdown last week, so he has some chemistry in general with Jordan Love. He's looked very good in camp, and I think that he really can be a nice red zone threat. So, yeah, we agree on the same player here, but I do like the stack with him and Love. I think they'll do well together in week two. Yeah, and funny thing about that quote, as soon as that quote dropped, I went and did an actual lineup for week one, and I went ahead and made my Aaron Rodgers Aaron Jones and Randall Cobb's that Randall Cobb's going to win somebody a million dollars. You know, I was, I was listening to Sean and Kramer and they were talking about it too. I was like, Oh yeah. Randall Cobb's going to win somebody a million dollars week one. <laughs> just, just because of the veteran trust. Yeah. The veteran gonna trust. Be- it's going to be some, like some little slant route in the end zone. He's going to, you're going to blink and Randall Cobb's going to randomly have two touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers week one. And it's like, Oh shit. All right. <laughs> I think week one might be the Lazard pop-off game, but we'll talk about that uh, for week one in a couple weeks. But uh, we both agree on the first receiver. Uh, My next one is going to be a New England Patriot, and it's going to be Lil Jordan Humphrey. And Ah. I think that he's just a very, very solid sleeper option. We talked about, or you mentioned, how New England might be using some starters. However, 
I do have to at least point out the fact that for the second unit, uh, Pumphrey was amazing in week mm-hmm. one of preseason. And if you want to talk about another big factor as to why I like Humphrey, the injury report, because two of New England's wide receivers played very well with Zappi at quarterback last week. And it was Humphrey, obviously. And it was also Wilkerson. Wilkerson suffered a concussion in the middle of this past week, and he's not going to play. So based on the fact that Wilkerson had eight receptions for 99 yards and 12 targets, and now he's out, little Jordan Humphrey had six catches for 62 yards and a touchdown with eight targets. That's eight targets, and now the leading target getter in the first preseason game is not going to play. I think it's a great spot for for Humphrey to potentially go for another touchdown, maybe seven, eight receptions. But since the other guy who was taking away some of the target share with the second unit is out, I think it's a really nice just home run spot for Humphrey. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I like that. I like that play. I wish I kind of thought of it when I put this lineup together. But before I get in, because I'm going to give both of my next two players at the same time. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you about Run Your Pool. Look, they are running our NFL Survivor Contest. And you can do, you know, other things other than Survivor. So you can have your own Survivor League up there. If you want to do a home league, you can do fantasy pools. You can have a pick em league up there. They use We use Run Your Pool for everything, but specifically our Survivor contest and you can hop in and reserve your spot because we're giving it away $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the SGP and merch store. Look all that just to the winner. If you win survivor, then you get all of that sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Look, you guys know Sleeper is the major fantasy platform, and they have the new over-under game where you can select players, select their props, choose over and under, put them into the contest, and you can win from 2 to 20 times the money you put into the contest. And with NFL Around the Corner, it's the first app that has the over-under game sports contest built into the fantasy experience. So you can tail your fantasy players you can fade your fantasy players i'm going to be tailing my opponent's fantasy players because they always go off when they play me it never fails so super super excited about this they have a chat feature that you can get in there and to join our chat you can use sleeper.com sgp because not only will that get you access to our chat where you can see our plays but it will also give you your automatic deposit match up to a hundred dollars sleeper.com slash SGP for your first deposit match up to a hundred dollars terms conditions apply to sleepers terms of use for details. We're also brought to you by trade coffee. Look, trade coffee is some of the freshest roasted coffee beans you'll ever try. And you're going to love it because they personalize each bag to the person. As soon as you take their drink trade quiz, look, just take the quiz write down, answer the questions, all that stuff, and they'll send you a bag of coffee that is personalized just to your brew and how you like it. Now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Drinktrade.com slash SGP for your $30 off. And have you ever been in a bind? In a bind, need some extra cash, anything like that? Look, hit up Dave. 
Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. It's money to do whatever with. It doesn't matter. You don't have to tell me what you're going to do with it. That's fine. But you can do whatever with it. And look, it's like a helping hand for future you whenever you're in a pinch. Just download the Dave app from the App Store. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. Terms and conditions go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. See banking and provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right. My second wide receiver, I'm going to get my third one too because I'm stacking. And I'm going with two wide receiver positions. And two wide receivers from the same team. That's going to be Shai Smith from the Carolina Panthers and uh, – oh, man, I lost it. Where'd it go? There we go. Kirkwood? Yeah, Keith Kirkwood. I'm sorry. I I actually, he, was, he was actually one of the guys that I unfortunately ended up cutting when I was choosing my final wide receiver spot. Uh, it was it was tough, and I've gone back and forth. I wasn't going to do two. I was only going to stack one, but it was like, no, I need to stack two. It feels like I need to stack two. And the reasons I felt so good with these two is because, man, did they get a target load? Six for Kirkwood, five for Smith in that first game. It felt like P.J. Walker, whenever he was throwing the ball, it was going to one or the other. And not only was they getting targets, they were getting quality targets, Like, look at their, listen to their longest receptions, 18 yards for Kirkwood and 19 yards for Smith. They were targeting them down the field plenty of times and trying to get the ball, push the ball down the field. And I'm just going to bank on that happening again and hopefully getting a touchdown or two out of it from P.J. Walker to those two. So it's a nice little stack, I think, going on. I think they're both going to get plenty plenty of playing time with P.J. Walker. I expect P.J. Walker to have a, a decent amount of playing time in this game. So, yeah, give me Kirkwood and Smith for the double stack there and for the record i ended up cutting kirkwood from the last wide receiver spot however i kept him on the roster i put him as my flex <laughs> so i kind of baited you there but he's, he's okay. my flex uh i just think that based on the target share that you just said and the fact that carolina's backup quarterbacks really seem to only be targeting two guys i do think kirkwood has a good shot to put up some respectable numbers i'm not expecting him to go for 100 yards or something but i do think he can go for five receptions 60 Maybe a touchdown in there. I think that's reasonable. But to go through my last wide receiver, I am going to go with one of the wide receivers that was very, very good in the first week. And he was definitely uh, the quarterback's favorite target. It's going to be Rams wide receiver Lance McCutcheon. And Uh, he was just took him off, too. He was incredible in the first game. He had five receptions out of six targets for 87 yards and two touchdowns. He also caught a 60-yard bomb. So the fact that Perkins was really only looking for him in the passing game makes me want to get him just for the target share. To backtrack for a second, Perkins was one of my other quarterback options because Stafford's battling an elbow issue. I know for a fact McVay doesn't care about using the starters in preseason. Perkins played the entire first game. I don't know if he's going to play the entire second game. So we'll see if they cut back on his workload, but he's also an option at quarterback. I'd say he was my QB two. I went with love as my QB one, but Perkins was up there. But Perkins was really only targeting one receiver the entire game, and that was McCutcheon. And Mm -hmm. when you go for two touchdowns in a preseason game with 87 yards and the same quarterback that threw him all those passes should be getting a bunch of reps once again, I'll go with the trust. I'm going to take McCutcheon. Yeah, I literally just took McCutcheon off just because I was like, ah, does he does it? Does he do it again? Does he do it again? I don't know if he does it again. I think man. he's a good stack option with Perkins, worst case scenario. 
Yeah, absolutely. I I might have a Perkins lineup going on just because man, he played the entire game. I mean, nobody's yeah. nobody else is doing that. <laughs> so I'll just go ahead and get my flex since you already gave yeah. yours. Another chalky play. I could this could come back to bite me, or I could look like a genius because he had one long bomb for a touchdown. Still counts. I went with Chris Olave. Okay. Because one, looking at the reports, he's been absolutely dicing the the Packers DBs up in camp. I'm talking about Zaire Alexander, like giving those guys the work. Now, I don't expect all those starters, if they're playing or if they're not playing in for Green Bay or not, but Olave is really, really good, and he didn't get that much work in the first game. I, if he if they allow him and just say, hey, go out there, just make a play. I know they're going to run a couple plays for him where they're going to be looking his way like, hey, can we get this guy the ball, see what he can do, get him a couple reps and sometime run the ball, a couple catches, and then get him up out of there. I'm just going to bank on getting some quick, good production from Chris Olave in the first couple of drives or so. And hopefully, hey, he breaks along when you got Andy Dalton at quarterback. So I feel somewhat competent in that. Yeah, give, give me Chris Olave there. Yeah, we know that the talent's obviously there. So as long as he can even be a threat to do a serious, serious number on defensive backs anytime he's on the field, you're hoping as a rookie he's going to get more run in, game, in the second game. That's what you hope for. Usually there's an upward trajectory. Of course, week four used to be the official week where you went back to basically week one where you mm-hmm. wouldn't use anybody. But for weeks two and three, that's usually when the rookies get the most amount of run. So maybe Olave gets a quarter. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. For tight end position, who I thought tight end was a disaster. I had no idea what to do with tight end. Tight end was the ultimate coin flip. And I tried to find some numbers from week one for these games. I didn't like any of the tight ends based on what I saw in week one from the six teams involved on in Friday's games. So I went with all reliable. And since the Texans are using their starters, and I know for a fact Davis Mills loves throwing the guy this ball, uh, the ball for potential first touchdown. I went with Brevin Jordan mm-hmm. because I do at least respect the fact that Lovey Smith came out publicly and said the starters are going to play more. And you look at what Davis Mills did in the first preseason game. He barely did anything, rightfully so. I think they'll give the first stringers probably two or three series in this game. And I know that Jordan is one of, if not the favorite target for Davis Mills. So in a situation where I really hated every option, I took a guy who I know has a lot of chemistry with the starter. And I'm hoping Brevin Jordan, who's been an underrated touchdown guy for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. I think there's value on him. So I went with Brevin Jordan. Yeah, like you, I struggled, and I really didn't know what to do, so I went back to – I just went with a name that I recognized, to be honest. That's kind of what I did, but I also tried to factor in the starters playing more for week two. And I went to the Packers. I chose Josiah DeGuru because he was a a really nice little – hey, this guy popped out random weeks during the season when the Packers went through all their tight end troubles last year, and – this is still a guy that's one, not only playing for a roster spot, but playing for some more playing time. Yeah. He got some time last year, but with these tight ends coming back for the Packers, you know, time could be limited here. So he's, 
He's a nice red zone target, some a big target in the red zone for them to look at. He didn't get many snaps that first week, so that's kind of concerning, but they also didn't really play their starters at all. I expect them to play their starters a little bit more in this Green Bay game coming up. So, yeah, give me just a to grow, and maybe he, you know, gets a couple catches. You're really just kind of hoping for any production from the tight end position at this point. This is basically the regular season tight end spot, except you don't have Andrews, you don't have uh, Kelsey, you don't have Kittle, and you don't have Waller, and you're throwing somebody out there and saying, please do something. It's mm-hmm. kind of what it feels like, but it's especially worse in preseason because you're getting less reps from the starters. I hated every single tight end, so I went with Jordan because I know that he's good when Davis Mills is behind center. Yeah. I agree. I kind of want to go to Jordan. I might have to put another lineup in. How teaching me. All right, let's finish things out with uh, this was hard for me too. the defense position. I just didn't I didn't feel any type of way. I expect the unders to be better this week. And so one game that I was looking towards the under end was the Houston Rams game. I thought that that was a game that just looked a little bit primed to go under the Rams typically go under during these games. And Houston ha- doesn't have that good of a track record in the preseason. And so I, I it, Houston went under in one of the few unders the game before. It was a very defensive game that time. Hopefully that went off on the Rams. I just chose the Rams defense because, one, that's one of, the def- one of the teams that I didn't have a player for. I mean, anybody playing against them. So I was like, hey, all right, let me – hopefully two birds, one stone there. Yeah, for me, it once again, you touched upon how difficult it was to actually find a great defense. So I went with the go big or go home approach. I went for a defense that could pick up a bunch of points because of sacks in particular. So I was really only scouting the offensive lines for mm-hmm. these teams just because I want a defense that's going to generate constant pressure. And as a result, I picked a defense that was actually awful in the first preseason game, but I do really like the matchup. It's going to be the Green Bay Packers. I have a lot of Green Bay Packers in this Mm -hmm. overall matchup against New Orleans, but you're looking at New Orleans' quarterback depth chart. You mentioned Andy Dalton. His backup's Ian Ian Book. Book. Mm -hmm. I think Ian Book's a terrible quarterback, for the record, and he was not good. You're about to talk me into the Packers. I was going to say, he did not do well against the Texans. He went 15-22, which sounds okay. For 121 yards, so he was basically a checkdown magnet. Had zero touchdowns, one interception. And the main reason why I'm taking the Packers, he got sacked five times. <laughs> so if you want to talk about risking our gambling on a defense in preseason yeah. where you don't really know what to expect, I know for a fact that either Ian Book holds on to the ball for way too long or the New Orleans offensive line for the second swingers is awful or see all the above. So even though Green Bay's defense was awful against San Francisco, I actually do like San Francisco's quarterback depth chart. Mm. I don't like New Orleans, but getting sacked five times really made Green Bay the auto play for me. I need sacks. Give me some pressure. Give me three sacks, maybe a turnover in there. And of course, you can't predict the touchdown, but if you're going to strip sack the quarterback, maybe you take one of the house. Give me Green Bay. I'll fade Ian Book in the offensive line. Yeah, I forgot all about Ian Book. Oh, man, that's a really bad quarterback. I forgot all about Ian Book. Absolutely. You just taught me. That was all. You had me at Ian Book. You had me at Ian Book. But the five (laughs) sacks is crazy. Yeah. No, that's that's very, very. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a long day at the office. That is a long day at the office. All right, I'm with you. Packers defense. Uh, 
there's our lineup. Somebody's walking away a thousand air. But so you're Friday. swapping your defensive pick. Oh yeah, absolutely. I went I, as soon as you said Ian Book, I I went in there and swapped and put the Packers in there. Okay. We're we're just gonna fade Ian Book. That's yeah, great decision. He sh- I don't think he should be in the league, but that's a separate story. A great decision there. <laughs> All right. That's our that's our lineup. It may not be the million this week, but it's gonna be a few thousand. These are some these some winning lineups. We're gonna we gonna hit one of these. We're gonna hit one of these. All right, Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Uh, it was definitely a lot of fun today, both going through fantasy as well as going through the NBA. We have two brand new win total breakdowns just for the Eastern Conference. So get excited. We got a lot of NBA content coming up. Uh, besides that, of course, we still have the NFL show. We did a breakdown on the NFC East earlier this week. Check that one out. We have player props. We have actual futures. We covered everything in that mm-hmm. division. So check that out. If you're looking for regular season plays in the NFL, of course, still got the tennis show. We still got the WNBA show. We're doing WNBA tomorrow morning, I believe. Yeah, tomorrow morning. So that should be fun. Stay tuned for that. Playoffs just started, but we know we got a long way to go. Should be playoffs. Fun. Playoffs. Talk about the playoffs. You kidding me? But I still am looking forward to producing a lot of content over the next couple of weeks, especially as college football season starting up. You got NFL starting up. NBA is on its way in a couple months, but it's never too early to bet futures. A lot of stuff going on. I'm excited to be a part of it. And let's make some money. Let's do it. Let's absolutely do it. You heard him at Rice Radio is his at name. I'm at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you subscribe to the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast all around the network, whether it's Kobe D, NC Nick, Patty C, and myself with the college football, college basketball experience, or NBA Gambling Podcast with us and Moonoff. Make sure you subscribe there. Or Moonoff and Noah and Malcolm and Dylan and all those guys at the MLB Gambling Podcast. Don't forget MMA. We have an MMA Gambling Podcast. Guys, I can do this all day. We have podcasts out the, out the water. Let me The Soccer Gambling Podcast. Let me throw those guys in the hat. Golf Gambling Podcast. Let me throw them in the hat. We have everything you can look for. It, whatever you want. And if you can't find it, at me. Find me. I will find the podcast for you. And if we don't find it, we're going to start it. Absolutely. So let me know what you need. Make sure you leave a review. And I mean, that's really it. It's, uh, that's it. I, I don't have anything else. I don't know how I'm in the podcast. So I'm just going to end it like this. We're out. We're <laughs> out.